Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Six Initiative podcast, where two friends get the chance to interview different professionals from various industries to share their insights, experiences, and stories. Touching, uh, it's interesting you brought the the COVID stuff. I was actually just going to get into that, but um, from your from your perspective as someone who's helped people a lot with their career path. Uh, whether it be career changes or maybe career progression, do you know of any resources that people can make use of to help with their, you know, situation, to help improve their situation with all this pandemic stuff? Uh, maybe that could be like helping them find a job or uh, finding a better job. Like on my LinkedIn, I probably see more posts about people losing their job than ever. And then like it's one of those like mass threads of uh, people saying like, oh, like, like send me your or like I can refer you to this or um, if you're looking to get hired like leave a comment on here so people can go through um, what are some things people can do to kind of help themselves in this situation right now I think if anything really it would be to network mm-hmm. now that we have um, the tool through zoom is to just say for example like tap into your LinkedIn network and say hey um, I just recently lost my job or I'm uh, you know, between jobs right now, uh, would we be able to like chat or do you know anybody who's hiring? So to to be actively networking, like sending those emails, um, sending those DMs, and on top of that, to a lot of organizations, they have also, and including Six Initiative, they have um, started to create like webinars. So I think one of the biggest things you can do as well is to educate yourself. So. Um, try to like you can update your resume by learning new skills or refining your existing skills and again given the current situation there are a lot of um, resources so a lot of companies they're providing the resources for free um, I believe LinkedIn learning has a lot of free courses available um, and then there are also resources too at a more budget-friendly cost such as like Udemy, Coursera, um, Skillshare so those are also good. Um, and then another thing too, I was just thinking about a lot of people are essentially thinking about e-commerce because that's a big thing, right? Like you can shop um, online, right? You don't have to physically go to a store. So, and I believe Shopify, they've extended their um, free trial to 90 days. So if people are interested, they can look into that as well. Casey, didn't you, uh, didn't you uh, buy something on Coursera recently? Uh, no, or is I was just looking around, yeah, I was just more browsing, but there's a lot of um, different things that people can take advantage of. Um, I know they had uh, some sort of special going on. So just check it out, like it, it yeah. doesn't hurt to check it out, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it's one of those things, um, again, like I don't mean to talk about the pandemic, but I think it's kind of hard not to talk about it given... <laughs> is that um, a lot of people having to work from home or having to use Zoom to pivot their business, they're, they've had to step out of their, and for them, like for some of us, it's really natural, but I think for a lot of people, it uh, they've had to go out of their comfort zone. And now we're kind of a, um, in a situation where we have to learn how to learn. And I think to also keep in mind that we should be continuously learning. So I mean, not to, heaven forbid, for something like this to happen, to again, but I think it's important to um, be able to adapt, like to pivot or and to, you know, just to keep on learning because I think continuing education is the best way that you can survive and then eventually thrive. 
Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, that's a very actually really point. good advice. Yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, this this is actually what I was really excited about because I've never, I've always heard it from Casey, but I never looked into it. Um, Karen, you're a co-founder of an organization called Kaibigan Connection. That's that's me trying my hardest with my Filipino accent or my lack of a Filipino <laughs> accent. Um, and that's going to be the last time I'm going to say that word on this so people don't make fun of my Filipino. Uh, <laughs> can you tell us more about uh, this organization? Uh, what made you start it? Uh, what you guys focus on and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. And actually, just a side note, um, Casey was actually um, a speaker at one of our first events. So we say that it was meant to be because we also refer to Kai Began Connection as KC. So <laughs> speaking at KC. <laughs> It was meant to be a speaker at your event. <laughs> but um, so the, the story behind it, it was it was interesting because um, uh, last year I had taken on a lot of things, and one of them was to start uh, Kaibigan Connections. So my co-founder, Regal, and I, we, for the past few years, like prior to KC, we were just working on our own businesses, like focusing, focusing on our own businesses with no intention, really, of um, co-founding a business together. So... But I can't remember when, but one day I had like a random conversation with her saying, oh, where are all the like Philippine entrepreneurs? There's probably like some out there, but we're, we're not sure where they are. And I had only knew a few at the time with Casey being one of them, Regal, and then a few other people from an event I had attended last year. So then I thought, okay, let's, let's do an event. So the idea behind it was very casual, but it was to connect Filipino entrepreneurs, professionals within the GTA. It was more, okay, let's create an event and go from there and see what happened. So I was thinking in my head, like for me personally growing up, um, I didn't really have a lot of Filipino friends. I did it, I had a few in high school, but never ended up keeping in touch with them. And I was wondering, like, oh crap, I don't have a network. So I was basically like relying mainly on Regal. I'm like, okay, you need to invite like every Filipino you know. And then hoping that like the few Filipinos I knew would end up inviting more people. So we were pleasantly surprised by the turnout. I think it was about like 30, 30 people and um, we had a, a panel discussion and Casey along with a few other entrepreneurs just shared their experience um, what it was like being Filipino but also being an entrepreneur and how uh, they tied the two together so after that event we're like okay but then people um, came up to us in person and then also online said oh that was a really great event like I can't wait for the next one and then I thought to myself <laughs> oh, I didn't plan for it. <laughs> and then it was kind of like that thinking every single time. And then it wasn't until, I guess, around like later, toward the end of last year, I began to think, okay, let's start planning for like other events. I mean, like they've had to be put on hold, but we're still going to have them eventually. But it was interesting in that with making the bacon, I ended up deciding to just keeping it as a blog versus with KC, I saw the potential. Like I, I could see it scale and I, I had this vision and the fact that we were getting traction organically, like people were mentioning they had heard from so-and-so. So it was, um, you know, it was really flattering to know that people were recommending us um, to other people. And also uh, earlier this year, we went to Ottawa for POP, it's called Pinoy's on Parlance, this Filipino youth conference. Uh, we were asked to um, become a sponsor, become one of the sponsors to also present a workshop and also 
to become mentors for Filipino youth. So that was really cool. Um, and it was it's funny because a lot of times when we start businesses, it's to solve a problem, but mainly for ourselves because like something was missing or. And really, yeah, it's, it's going to sound kind of funny and selfish in ways. Me for like, oh, I don't have any like Filipino friends, and now because of Casey, I do. And it was also too like growing up, I wasn't very in touch with my Filipino culture, and I thought, you know what, in my 30s, better late than never. And I'm I'm really glad I did because I'm learning um, more and more about the culture, and it's like um, just feeling like yeah, very very more connected to to other Filipinos so it's really cool that way of course there was Filipino food there oh yes that's right <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about like one of the main things yeah we had um, a lot of uh, Filipino food sponsors so which was cool and to make it like extra Filipino too we even had um extra Filipino we call it like <laughs> not Tupperware but the styrofoam containers and you know just tell uh, people like bottle. Bottle <laughs> home. Like, we had so much leftover so much ensamada and like like other uh, Filipino snacks that's but, hilarious yeah, no, was... <laughs> you, had, uh, you but... make people feel at home yeah, yeah there's a joke it's like a big Filipino family party it's like all your cousins and you're like uh, second and third cousins <laughs> But no, honestly, that's amazing, and um, I, I, I think the reason why I resonate so much with this, and a little bit of background um, about me, is that uh, prior to getting into business, like, um, when I was in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to pursue, like, later on in life. Um, eventually, I kind of, like, leaned towards, like, being a teacher. Um, the reason why is because I, I just enjoyed the idea of, like, being able to impart wisdom on people and having that be able to affect them uh, and allow them to use it to, you know, better themselves. That's why I wanted to be, like, a, an English teacher or something like that. Um, but I had no idea what business was. And I mean this on such a literal sense that, like, the concept of business was completely foreign to me. There's, you could not, like, there was zero part of me that knew anything about starting your own business, being an entrepreneur, anything like that. Like, it it's a joke how little I knew about business. Um, but I think the main reason why that was the case was a lack of uh, representation. Um, you know, we always hear about, like, lack of uh, Asian representation in media, whether it be pretty much any kind of Asian, but... Um, I've never heard of, you know, a successful Filipino business person. I've never heard of a successful Filipino um, CEO or anything. But mm-hmm. everyone and their mom is a Filipino nurse. Everyone and their mom... Yeah, my mom was a nurse. <laughs> right? Um, like, my mom worked in finance. Um, or, like, the one-third of the Filipino population is, like, a caregiver or something. Like, these are the, these are the, the career paths that have been chosen for us. And I knew that I didn't want to get into that. Like, I did not want to be a nurse. Like, I'm terrible with blood. Like, I, I actually made this joke. <laughs> I made this joke earlier uh, this week to, to my girlfriend's family. Where I was like, man, I'm so glad I didn't study to be a nurse. Because it'd be, it's, it's really hard to be a nurse right now. Like, amongst yeah. all this. So, um, going back to it, like being having an organization where we're where you're able to uh you know gather your culture together and show them that hey there's more to uh your culture than being a nurse than being um an engineer than being this or being that 
there is so much you can do. This is what other people are doing. I think if I had something like that when I was younger, I would have had, I would have been able to find my purpose a lot faster. I would have kind of been able to decide and figure things out because I found what I liked in entrepreneurship was the fact that, you know, you didn't have to work for, uh, work for someone else and like work on someone else's time. Um, so I think having that, uh, platform is so, so important. And I want to thank you for starting up that platform because there is, there are so many people who I definitely think would benefit from that going into like the next generation and next generation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no problem. And I can definitely relate to not really knowing anything about business because both my parents, um, as I'd mentioned earlier, they had like steady jobs that worked for the same company or like my mom, she was a nurse, her entire life but the interesting thing is that um my family in the philippines on both sides like we do have entrepreneurs like they have their own business so i thought like oh okay like my own family didn't have it but even thinking back to um like growing up i had some weird misconceptions too that oh like entrepreneurship is only for for males or you need to be like very extroverted and i had never taken any uh business class in high school and then even thinking about how, you know, some people had, like, they were, they were hustlers when they were younger, like, they had, like, lemonade stands, and they sold these things, I'm like, I never, I never did that, I, I could never, and then I just had those, like, self-limiting beliefs, saying, like, oh, I don't see people that look like me, I don't think I can do that, there's all these misconceptions, so, yeah, we wanted to show that, um, you know, you, you can be an entrepreneur, or um, you, you can pursue, like, a creative passion, and, and still make, uh, you know, a living out of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's very important to, to show people what is possible to give them the motivation. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think right now, like a, a big focus we should have is just like showing people that, hey, like there's more to just working, you know, your corporate job. Like you don't have to, that doesn't have to be your only stream of income. Like uh, sure, you might be making a lot of money, but eventually what's going to happen when you know, uh, you lose your job because of layoffs or uh, work gets cut down, stuff that's completely out of your control. And um, that's one thing I really admire about other cultures. Um, I've seen this a lot specifically in like Chinese and Mandarin culture where they're very like supportive of each other, very business minded, very entrepreneurial. Um, and they're able to like, they're, they know they have a backup plan for that kind of stuff and they teach each other that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's like something that's going to be very, very, uh, useful for, for, and when I say us, I guess I mean Filipinos, (laughs) um, but it's going to be very useful for us to be able to teach each other, right? The only Filipino groups that I've ever kind of like socialized with were either like basketball teams or like religious groups, (laughs) like church groups and stuff. Like that's, that's the only kind of Filipino group I've ever been a part of, so I think having one dedicated to uh, business and self-development is, is going to be so, so amazing in the future. Thank you. Um, yeah, do- I see, I see you, re- you guys really flourishing, um, especially since you're branching off into Ottawa as well. And yeah. I know you guys have been featured on the Filipino channel and also oh yeah Filipino TV I feel like every time we do an event we have a like a recap video afterwards <laughs> that's so cool like unlike was it like TFC or or wait no uh, Filipino TV yeah like so maybe like I guess a Canadian version of uh, right. TFC but yeah no it, it, it's it's really cool and 
Yeah, thank you for uh, Casey for thinking we can flourish because we were joking about like how we want to, you know, take over Canada and like take over the world because. Like, I knew that there was a large Filipino population in the GTA, but the more research I did, and then especially after two, um, attending the conference in Ottawa, I had no idea there were, like, other pockets of Filipinos within Canada, like, within, um, yeah, like, in Winnipeg. Winnipeg is huge. Yeah, in Alberta, yeah. and um, we had a networking event, a virtual networking event uh, last week, Thursday evening, and someone from the Yukon had attended and she Whoa. was mentioning that Whoa. there's also a Filipino community out there. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, we need to visit the Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> out of all places. <laughs> Yo, the Yukon has like no cases of coronavirus, so it'd be a good time to go. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I remember I went <laughs> I went to Winnipeg once in my life for like a uh, like a church youth group thing. And there were so many Filipinos. Like they had it was insane. And this was back in I want to say 2010 or 2011, um, but there was like, it was like all Filipinos there. Like there's this one specific like borough where it's just literally all Filipinos. It's nuts. Um, what what do you guys have planned in the future, like upcoming for uh, KC? Uh, well, we're hoping that um, we'll be able to do in-person events in the fall so what we've been trying to do with each of our events is to have uh, some kind of theme to make it uh, a little bit different every time so the first one our inaugural event where Casey spoke at that was mainly um, Filipinos in business and then our next or one after that we did Filipinos in the arts but then in addition we also had um, a little mini marketplace which I thought was cool so we had like Filipino vendors we had um, one who does calligraphy, Jovi Gallet of Pina Letters. So she does um, calligraphy uh, using Tagalog words, which I thought um, was cool. And then a few other vendors as well. So um, in early in 2020, we did one relating, we did a workshop relating to finance. So we've started to partner with um, experts in, in certain industries. And then our most recent workshop was that we partnered from someone who is a, a Filipina who is knowledgeable in the cannabis industry, which we thought was Ooh. very cool. So yeah, we're hoping to um, partner with more people. Again, like showing that representation, here are different Filipinos working in different industries. Um, and I'm hoping to have the uh, Filipinos in fitness one, because you know I can share my experience um, being a group fitness instructor. Um, there are some of us, uh, Filipino like personal trainers and instructors but not as many mm-hmm. so yeah we're, we're hoping that and then of course you know traveling to to other provinces just again trying to connect with other uh, Filipinos within Canada there are there are a couple organizations I have in mind I which I you probably have already like interacted with them but um, I'll send you some that like I've been able to like meet and work with I think you guys might have some kind of um, ability to collaborate because uh, there's a couple I have in mind uh, I'll send them to you after this but uh, um, yeah I think we've covered a lot uh, um, this this has been awesome this has been a lot of fun uh, yeah do you, have, fun. do you have any last words anything you want to plug anything you're working on feel free to go for it uh, plug uh, I guess if anything now that you have more free time and if you're listening to podcasts you can check it out my podcast, in addition to the Six Initiative podcast, so it's the Bacon Bits and Bites, so bacon and then and bites is B Y T E S. 
to focus more on the technology aspect. So it's on um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all that and stuff. Um, and I guess, like, are we are we giving advice? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, I guess, if anything, and this kind of um, is the same as what uh, Casey and the other ladies from the initiative had mentioned in my interview with them is really to just start and to not overthink things and overanalyze them because the thing is all that time you've spent overanalyzing you could have started and progressed even further so it's really just about starting and breaking um, those big projects big goals into tasks taking it like one piece at a time Mm. that's great advice Casey since that came apparently that came from you too. Yeah, I'm kind of like <laughs> adding on to what she said. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah, I think that I think that's great. That that gives me plenty to work with. Karen, thanks so much for doing this. Oh no problem. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I'm definitely looking forward to going to a a, a KC oh. event when uh, yes. when it's back to being in person. Yes, we'd love to have you and tell your friends. Tell your tell your Kaibi gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not going to get me saying that word on recording again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Six Initiative podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a comment and review and follow us on Instagram at Six Initiative to keep up to date with our current projects. If there's anyone you'd like to hear from or any specific field you want to hear about, send us an email or a DM or a comment and we'll do our best we can to make it happen. If you know anyone who would benefit from this, please don't hesitate to share. Thanks again for listening and we hope you have a great rest of your day.